from the TMBC Network, welcome to Bad Audiobooks, a parody brought to you by our gorgeous listeners are on Patreon. <laughs> uh, patrons on Patreon, that's the word. Now listeners, they're, they're listeners. Damn it. Anyway, I'm, my name is Nick Masmanian. Uh, this is all bad. Here, my co-host can, t- t- can dive in now. Go okay. ahead. I'm Ken Heidelman. This is the ugliest intro about our show about good books read badly. Uh, Nick Wood is coming yeah, off of the shelf today. <laughs> We are continuing the uh, mental degradation that is the Hardy Boys. Uh, yeah, <laughs> the Tower Treasure. No, that's I think that's fairly accurate of this uh, series. I I never want to read another one of these again. Uh, un- oh, um, unless this series becomes a huge hit, we're going to probably not. Yeah, but, exactly. Uh, unless, I will say unless at least it's been highly entertaining up. for as bad as it is. Mm-hmm. Well, no, uh, it's been it's 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 pretty bad. It, it it is very bad, and uh, I enjoy how bad it is to me. Cause so to me, I'm like maybe Nancy Drew's next. Maybe we should do a Nancy. Oh Drew. my god! So that way we do one and one, and we're done. Uh, that might be like a, a 420 edition or something that I need to do or something. I don't know if I can. I don't know if I could get through. Uh, <laughs> that's sober. I think I'm de- I'm totally down to do Nancy Drew in the future. Not right now, but in the future. Cause to me. This book has been a joy to read, just to how bad it is. It, it peaks and valleys. Having a friend to do it too makes it that much better, buddy. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, it, it's it's peaks and valleys just because uh, it's there are moments where I'm like, this is the stupidest thing, slash I am enjoying this so goddamn much. But then there are other moments where I'm like, this is so boring. It's not, I can't even make fun of it. It's it's so flat. It's so vanilla. It's There's 50 Shades of Grey, and it's I don't even know what colors are anymore. So yeah, colors, Duke. The colors. The colors. Uh, yeah. Okay. So what? Uh, what chapter are we on? Let's jump into the shit. Uh, I'm on. All right. We're on chapter um, X I X. So I think that's. God, I can't even math right now. I'm so tired. Fuck time change. Nineteen. Anyway, um, the time change the makes me thing. not be able to read Roman numerals. <laughs> it, it murders it. I can't think of it right now. I'm tired. So. This is uh, titled uh, Chapter 9. This is 9. Ha! I remembered. Fuck you, Roman numerals. This is Chapter 19. Yes. Um, the Mystery Deepens. <laughs> Thank Benjamin God for this Hardy mystery was book. dumbfounded that he wasn't in prison yet. Uh, was dumbfounded when his sons returned to him with the news that the loot had been found in neither the old tower or the new. So he, so, he beat them. <laughs> so he punched <laughs> yeah. them in the jaw. It's an inside job the whole time, dude. He did the frame up. He was like, my sons are too stupid to figure this out. No one <laughs> no one will ever figure this out. It's all me. I have all the bonds. The bonds are mine. <clears throat> so uh, I wouldn't be surprised. That'd be awesome if it turned out to be uh, Fenton Hardy in the end. But uh, we'll see. I, so, I uh, would take back everything that I said about the series. If Fenton Hardy was the one just doing all the shit. He, he set up a fall man in New York. Uh, I he's oh dude, his dead wife. He, he joins her if and someone, kills yeah. himself. Like, oh, if he, if I did this film or TV series, I'd make him the bad guy. He would have to be the bad guy in the first one, just kind of fuck things up. I would love it. I think that that would be the twist that no one would see coming. It's like the first Mission Impossible movie. Anyway, so so implicitly had. He believed in the dying confession of Red Jackley, a complete liar and thief, by the way, that he had not even bothered to join in the search, <laughs> preferring to let his sons have the satisfaction of recovering the stolen goods that he was positive or hidden in the old tower. 
<laughs> like, what the hell? Um, all right. And y'all show you such the place thoroughly? He asked for the third time. Oh, my God. <laughs> Did you not hear me the first time? And the second, you opened your ears, you little bitch. Yeah, come on. It wasn't in there. You're just joshing with if you me. Don't, if, if you don't hear what I'm saying now, I'm going to cut your fucking ear off. Now, did you did you not find it? <laughs> Every inch of it. There was nothing in the old tower. No one had been in there in weeks, answered Frank. How could you tell? By the dust. I'm a dust expert now. <laughs> I, uh, I, I know all about dust. dust theory. <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't been disturbed, and there wasn't a footprint of any kind. But you searched anyway. <laughs> oh my God. We went through. I assume this conversation already took place. <laughs> this is just... So, oh, my God. Uh, we went through the tower from top to bottom, Frank replied. It wasn't any use. No one was there. No one had been there. So then we thought Jackley might have been mistaken and that he had left the stuff in the other tower. And, and now we're going to go over that again in, in great detail yeah, about right. how we went through the other tower. So you sit back. I, it's a wild ride. <laughs> I feel like the writers of this book simply thought the entire audience that was reading it was fucking stupid. They're going to be riveted by this uh, second tower. <laughs> Not one tower, but two towers, and maybe even a secret third tower no one noticed on the horizon. That was invisible. And guess what? It's not in any th of those three. Ha <laughs> ha. And then, and Applegate let you search that as well? Asked Fenton Hardy's uh, oh, yeah, I, I Fenton literally Hardy's just told you twinkled. that. <laughs> yes, we, we just told you that for like three times now. <laughs> and Fenton, his eyes twinkled though. Kent, his eyes twinkled. Oh. Just like, just pure joy. Uh, are Fenton your Hardy. eyes twinkling with rage? Are you, are you boiling over? Is this where you snap? I, I, I want to murder one Did of we, you so badly. Do, is the like mortgage paid off? <laughs> Are you going to beat me? Are you going to bury my body into the house? With moms? You know, you have your mother's eyes, Joe. <laughs> and now I'm going to have them too. <laughs> <laughs> Not until we had told him our reasons. We told him about Jackley, and then he became enthusiastic and even... Helped us in the search, but we didn't find anything. Strange, Mother the Detective. I know Jack Lee wasn't lying. I am I a truth-telling machine brain person. <laughs> I did the narrative. I did the fictional thing of torturing him and getting the truth, because that's that always works in fiction every time. Remember, kids, if you want the truth, torture the fucker. Then you'll get the truth. That's how that works. It's been Not proven that it works it every time. Every single time. That's why we have Guantanamo. Anyway, he had nothing to gain by de his, by deceiving me. Absolutely nothing. He was dying, the sick fuck. And he was in the real earnest. He was in real earnest, if a man ever was. I hid it in the old tower. Uh, those were his words. He would have told me. It's like this man's in a complete disbelief that he was wrong. He's like, I'm never wrong. I'm I'm Fenton fucking Hardy. I'm Fenton no Hardy. way. There's it's no way I was wrong. Card. I'm never wrong. Those were his words. He would have told me if he had been able. And what could he mean but the old tower uh, mansion? Uh, I mean, the old tower of Tower Mansion. Dad, if you're about to have Why? a mental breakdown, I think it'll be the most interesting thing in this story. <laughs> 
Why should he? Why should he have been so careful to say old tower? Uh, everyone knows the mansion has two towers: the old one and the new one. Especially a drifter who only came to town that day. He he knows the backstory of the of the mansion that no one else goes to except the owners. Yeah, you know he didn't have any time to to square it up and do research. <clears throat> uh, of of course, it may be the way that we didn't search thoroughly enough. <laughs> Joe said. I think we should go back and repeat that chapter uh, because everyone enjoyed that chapter so much. We should go back. The stuff may be hidden in the flooring or behind the walls. That's only that's the only solution I could think of. Oh no. Oh no. Replied Um, Fenton Hardy. I'm not satisfied yet that the loot isn't there. You boys suck ass at finding things. I'm gonna get in and touch. (laughs) <laughs> touch I'm going to get in touch with for a second there I thought he said I thought he was gonna say I'm gonna get in and touch Applegate <laughs> just just dad why why do you need to touch all the all the men so much I, I understand did mom have a problem with this <laughs> uh I'm going to get in touch with Applegate and ask permission for a real thorough search of both towers so it's you're, in his you're interest asking as for well consent. as mine because I'm never wrong <laughs> What was that? No, nothing. Let's keep going. Okay. Sorry. Uh, Applegate. Uh, who's this? I don't know. It's Frank. Okay. Wait, is it Joe? I, no, it's Frank. It's Frank. No, it's Frank. Applegate thinks possibly Jackley Jackley hit the stuff all right, but that Robinson found it and sold it, said Frank. He hinted that he was in the opinion that Robinson was in league with the thief. It does look rather bad, Menton Hardy admitted. Obviously, Robinson blame. did it. That's yes, that makes sense. <laughs> uh, case closed. Yeah. Yep, yep. Got to close that case. I was uh, completely right all the time. I closed uh, it. It's closed. Bl- it's closed. I closed it. <laughs> I put a stamp on it. See, case closed. Uh, one couldn't blame Applegate very much for thinking Robinson found the stuff after it was hidden and made away with it. Robinson wouldn't do it. Do that, cried Joe. He's too honest. <laughs> I don't think he would do it either. But sometimes, if a man is in need of money and temptation is placed in his way, he gives in. I'd hate he to does believe things that a man Robinson... wouldn't normally do, and uh, he does things to a man and another man, and maybe all those men that he he wouldn't normally do in circumstances. Society just keeps him crushing down, and his wife looks at him funny and, and says they don't love each other anymore, and uh, but they they still keep that loveless marriage. It, 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 things happen, cunt son, you know. Dad, I I I don't know if you're talking about the same thing anymore. <laughs> this case is really rattling my mind. You you get it. It's un. I think you're starting to lose it. I think you're starting to lose grip on reality, Dad. Here, uh, just, just just drink at your desk and feel confident that you're right. I'm going to go drink my detective juice. That always gets the things flowing. <laughs> detective juice. Oh, my God. I'd hate I'd hate to believe that, uh, that of Robinson, that he would steal a, a 0.1% wealth from the you know millions and millions of dollars that the Applegates have <laughs> just to be able to get by. Just to put food on his table be, for his children. Be drawn and quartered. Hmm? Just to put food on his table for his kids so that they can eat and uh, go to school and survive so they can breathe. That's sick fuck. But 
If that stuff isn't found in the tower, I'll have to admit that it looks very much as if he were mixed up in it. The interview with their father left... The interview with their father... Because they don't have conversations with their dad. They have interviews. <laughs> All right. Well, I've got your application. Uh, you can maybe be... Uh, I'm interviewing other potential sons as well. Uh, it, it was a good... I, th- I think uh, I think we'll, we'll, Betty will see you out. I think I think we asked for too much money, Joe. <laughs> you know, I, I think I think two cents an hour is plenty in these days. I don't know why we asked for twenty five dollars. That's that's an insane thing to ask for, Joe. Our annual allowance raise is only we're only going to be asking for one percent instead of the standard three to five. That's, this is a uh, you know we make a good deal. <laughs> the interview with her father left the Hardy Boys feeling far from cheerful. Because <laughs> just crushing them completely and saying, I'm going to go do the work because you fucked up I, is the best way of raising your son's spirits and telling them that they're worth wild human beings. I don't know uh, if uh, you got the copy saw... of my updated resume. Uh, it's it's <laughs> I put a few extra things on there. We uh, we blamed a, a, a homeless guy for uh, a uh, drive by once. Uh, so that, that was good. That was good. The police liked that one. I'll have to think about it and come back to you tomorrow. There are a lot of applicants, <laughs> as I've said before. Um, Please leave. Let me see. For they saw that Mr. Robinson was uh, was now in more deeply involved in the affair than before. And on the face of it, circumstances seemed to be against the caretaker. Uh, Your Honor, this Justice. is uh, circumstantial at best, this writing, and uh, I would like to dismiss this whole thing. <laughs> Adjourn. Woo! I spilled my water everywhere, all on top of the fresh napkins. No. Do we need a pause? <laughs> It's real life. It's yeah, do we, do we need to pause? In front of everyone here. Pause? <laughs> no, no. We Fuck it, we're doing it live. This is all live. My napkins, my cloth napkins are all wet. Because my stupid elbows. Ugh. Anyway. <laughs> Dad, I, did you spill your detective juice all over your lap again? I don't need your comments. I'm your dad, Joe. I, I was your dad the whole time. I t- I don't know how the I I just pretended to be your brother because I look really young. I'm actually 45, Joe. 45. Dad, <laughs> what is that? What you treat me so badly is to make me a man? Yes, Dad, brother. It, yes. Can we go solve more more cases together? That's the only thing that I got going in my life. <laughs> <laughs> just the same, said Frank, as the boys left the house and went down the street. I don't believe that Jackley ever hid the stuff in the tower. I never believed it in the first place. That's why I searched both towers, top to bottom. <laughs> That's why I told my father, we'll do exactly as you say, sir. Um, if he had ever so much as opened the tower, he would have left some marks in the dust. Uh, my dust classes are going to pay off one day, I swear to God. And we would have seen them. You saw so the dust I don't believe the Robinson. I went there. <laughs> So I don't believe Robinson came along later and got the loot. <laughs> okay. Is it? Um, I, I'm going to go with, no, this is you. Okay. Yeah, see you. I don't care. Either. Yeah, I, I, uh, I audited that class too. And as we saw it, the dust of the tower hadn't been disturbed in weeks. Why, there was even dust in the doorknob uh, when Mr. Applegate let us in. Then why shouldn't, then why should Jackley say, he hid the stuff there, exclaimed Joe, puzzled. Frank puzzled. Uh, no, I'm t- 
damn it. <laughs> Kicking them straight. Don't, don't ask me. Bubble. I ask the questions. I'm just as much in the dark as you are. <laughs> when the boys reached the business section of the city, they found what? that already Jackley's confession had become common property. <laughs> damn, people are stupid. Uh, people were discussing the deathbed confession of, on the street corners, and newsboys were busy selling copies of the papers in which the story of the criminal's last statement was featured on the front page under black headlines. Here's so, a nickel. Please um, uh, explain to me who, where did they get this quote from? <laughs> yeah. Then, so the dad go, hey, guys, just so you know, I cracked it. I cracked it wide open. Start running the presses. The case is solved. Yeah, throw Here's makeup a hundreds, I'll give you an exclusive. Man, I hate Benton Hardy so much. It's the true monster of this story. Um, policeman Con Riley was ambling along Main Street in the morning sunshine, swinging his club in the air as if a man of a man without a care in the world. When he saw the boys, he frowned, for there was no love, no love lost between the Hardys and the Bayport Police Department. Whoa! All right. Wow. Okay. That, that went downhill fast. That that relationship ended faster than most Tinder dates. Just gotta say. So. Uh, who did Con Riley before? Um, I don't remember his. Na- I don't remember who did him, and I don't remember what his name is. I don't. Maybe it was me. I don't know. I, I can you do it? Sh- sure, sure. Um. Well, I. I uh, he grunted. <laughs> is that goofy? Uh, What's going on here? I, I hear you got the stuff back. I, w- I wish we had. What? Frank. What? Said the constable, brightening up at once. You didn't get it. I thought it was in the paper this morning, and that this fellow Jack told you where he had hidden it. He did. You're very, very talkative, and and you can't find it? Ho, ho. Con Riley indulged in a hearty laugh. What a fine detective your father is. Didn't Jackley say the stuff was hidden in that old tower? What more does he want? Because we take, again, confessions as tortured confessions of complete truth. Our father didn't search for the stuff, retorted Frank. We did. We're the fuck-ups. And it wasn't there. Jackley must have made a mistake. Well, I, I think I know all the details since the police would probably be interested in the details since they investigated it and then uh, considered the case closed by your father. Uh, we, we do a good job here in the police department. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, the, it, w- it wasn't there? Exclaimed Riley in high delight. <laughs> That's a good one. That's the best I've heard in years. He chuckled exceedingly and slapped his knee. I just slapped it. Jackley put a good one on over your father that time. Ho, ho, ho. That stuff wasn't there. My my commentary is very useless. <laughs> I'm but simple fella. <laughs> I'm just a simple fella. I'm just an old Southern Belle. Oh, my God. Riley wiped the tears from his eyes and went on his way, trying to laugh and at the... <laughs> trying to laugh. I'm really trying to drum up the comedy here. <laughs> and at the same time, retain his dignity as an officer of the law, because we totally respect the law in this book. Um, the joke, he decided, was too good to keep. So as he proceeded down toward the police station, we're there to edify Chief Colleague and Detective Smuff with the tail. He buttonholed various uh, passersby. I and read buttonhole. Poured- I- I'm not going to lie, I read buttonhole. <laughs> buttonhole. <laughs> he buttonholed various passerbyers. Man, 
The police are without impunity in this town. My <laughs> God. <laughs> well, uh, excuse me. Here, let me butthole you a little. And pour the story into their willing ears. <laughs> I will pour that story into your willing buttholes. Oh, my God. It was not long before the yarn had spread throughout the city. And uh, with the swiftness peculiar uh, to stories spread by word of mouth. And, and the, the coronavirus. Telling of the story. What? Uh, like the coronavirus. Topical. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> ha! We have officially aged this podcast. Yes. Anyway. You're welcome. We were timeless until then. Timeless. Absolutely <laughs> You couldn't timeless. tell what year it was. Left, right, or center. Nope. But now you can. 70 years from now, they're going to be like, oh my God, this was how long ago? Oh, they and gave the a shit. The it was, was relevant. That was, uh, everyone survived or only half the people died. Time will tell. <laughs> and the story was exaggerated. The net effect being that Fenton Hardy was made to look ridiculous by believing a false confession. Highly colored accounts of the boys' search of the old tower quickly spread, and throughout the day there was there were subjected to many caustic and sarcastic inquiries on the part of friends and acquaintances alike. Because their friends are just the best. Absolute best. Best friends. So we're uh, we're living the rumors. These... This is like instant mm-hmm. instant rumor or watching the evolution. Yeah, we're just you know, it's before social media, right? So you're just seeing the uh the oh, did you hear that? At the the, the it's just it spreads by mouth, that's all. Same as it ever was. Just same as it ever was. Anyway. Um, Hashtag fit and hardly ever solves a crime. Ha- anyway. Um, <laughs> they took all these remarks in good part. <coughs> Fuck. Oh, my God. They got you, Kent. I'm sorry. <laughs> the, fe- the, the coronavirus has got you. Uh, I'm going to have to self-quarantine now. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> they took all these remarks in good part. Although they did not enjoy their sudden prominence. Never mind, said Frank. We'll show them yet. You know what they say, brother dad. No no, no news is good news. Wait, no, that, that's not the one. Uh, they, no press is bad press. Ha ha. I hope they find the stuff that when they search the towers again. <laughs> oh, God, we're really going to do that. Added Joe. <laughs> Then the people will have to eat crow. You know, the dead ravens on the side of the road. Uh, it'll be our turn to laugh. <laughs> we'll, we'll make them suffer the way they made us suffer. It's vengeance, I say. I like how they feel like they're just so vilified right now, even though they've done so much villainy in this book. So whatever. Um, yes, agreed Frank. But just now, our laughter seems to be in a far distant future. <laughs> wow, how poetic. That's a poetic shit coming out, Frank. That's the best thing Frank's ever fucking said. Holy <laughs> fuck. <laughs> I hear the laughter. That should be the quote on the back of the book, man. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> but just now, our laughter seems to be in a far distant future. Dystopian future. Anti-taco legislation of the 2929. Um... When they returned home, they found that Fenton Hardy had been busy in the meantime and had convinced her, her Applegate that a th- a thorough search of the towers would be advisable. True, he had not accomplished this without a great deal of opposition on the part of Adelia and without misgivings on the part of Herd Applegate himself, who had by that time come to the conclusion that Robinson had indeed been mixed up in the affair all along. In this conviction, he was sustained by Chief Colleague, 
who had paid a call at the Applegate home as soon as Cullig had told him of the vain search of the towers. Man, that guy moves fast. Uh, I've also gotten a a, a judgeship, and so now I will sustain your uh, motion. I'm going to be on the on, on both sides of the law. In the uh, time in which we have uh, have uh, been separated, I have become a judge, <laughs> jury, and executioner. Anyway, um, I find you guilty of this, uh, something. Hmm? Die, die now. In this conviction, he was sustained by Judge Kolig. All right. Um, You're right. reading the same line again. <clears throat> I am. Hang on. You have been found guilty of negligence in reading this book. The chief, hang on, the chief, chief, the chief Robinson, the chief says Robinson's is behind it, and I'm beginning to think he's right, <laughs> said Applegate. <laughs> but, but, how about the confession? Uh, Mr. Hardy asked. The chief says that's all bind. Jack Lee didn't do, did it to protect Robinson. They were both working together. I know that it looks bad for Robinson, but I don't think it would hurt to give the towers another thorough search because my sons suck. I was the one who heard Jack Lee make the confession, and I don't believe he was lying. I will not let this man's memory be smudged by being a liar, even though he was a thief and possibly a murderer. Um, I believe he was trying to tell me all he knew. Maybe, maybe. But I think he was too smart for you, Mr. Hardy, and everybody else thinks so, too. It's all a hoax. Fake news. He was like, I'll believe. He outsmarted the Grim Reaper for a little bit, and now he's outsmarted you. (laughs) You see, unlike him, I just eat off the men's brains of dead children. (laughs) Just to say my body, I don't know what he's doing, but I want some of it. This is... Membranes are haunting me in my sleep. Um, I'll believe that after I've searched the towers inside and out. I was well, negligent to send go. children the first time. Perhaps I should have sent myself for the police. Well, well, go ahead. Go as far as you like. But I don't think you'll find that treasure. I'm calling I a treasure it, now. I'm framing my servant. Huh? I'm calling a treasure now. I know, right? It's uh, this just shows how how many writers are on this fucking book. The the change in tone and also just the word usage is all over the fucking map. So it's 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 not, not my my valuables. It's not my jewelry or my money. It's my treasure. Find my treasure. I am a fucking pirate now. With that, Mister Hardy was content. He was made he made preparations to search uh, for a search of the towers. Although Adelia Applegate flatly declared. That uh, that the detective was making a laughing stock of her and her brother, and that uh, if the nonsense continued, she would leave Tower Mansion forever and carry out her oft-expressed intention of going to one of the South Sea Islands as a missionary. <laughs> what the shit? What? That's very Why specific. Do we need to know this? But I don't think anyone's gonna disagree with your choice if you end up doing that. So uh, <laughs> please, please call. Look, wait, wait, call Adelia, our you bluff. mean if I let them search the towers again, you're gonna leave? Hey, why don't you go look again? <laughs> In fact, just take up residency. That's, I won't charge rent. <laughs> that's a weird win. <laughs> In spite of the uh, more, 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 more things. Great. In spite of the. Pr- pr- 
prostinations? I've never heard of that word. Prostination. Prostinations? In spite of the prostitutions. Uh, besides of the uh, prostitutions of the uh w- of the of the worthy lady. <laughs> she's so <laughs> worthy. Look at her. Look how much worth she has cuz she's a maiden and literally has nothing else going on in her life. Other than she's going to continue to be a missionary, which makes, you know, again, she's a maiden already, so why not why not be a missionary? There you go. Um in spite of the protestations of the worthy lady, however, the search was carried out. The old tower was visited first, and for the... Uh, by the way, all this evidence is contaminated because her his sons and an old man went stomping through it, but, you know, whatever. Um, for the far greater part of the following morning, the place was searched from top to bottom. Do you remember that chapter that you love? Chapter XVII? Uh, well, this is part two, the sequel of Searching Both Towers Forever. Let's do it again. We literally need to pad this book out. Anyway, arbitrary work counts are the best. Love them. Uh, even the floors were torn up in places in the quest for some secret hiding place in which Jackley might have left the loot. But although Fenton Hardy, accompanied by the boys and Herd Applegate, who soon became infected with the dogged enthusiasm of the others, I think this man is like like dementia or something. He's like, I suddenly feel so light and free. Let's continue searching for my treasure. How dare um, you search the treasure for this place? Hey, we should search the treasure for this place. That's a great idea. Let's keep going. I literally have nothing else going on in my life. Um, Let's see. I lost my place. There we go. I'm so... I've um, just got so many thoughts. I, I can't keep track of where I was reading. Even the floor of a secret high place and Jacqueline might have left the loot. Uh, right. Dog enthusiasm and the others and lent every assistance in his power. Hunted throughout the old tower and every conceivable place. The missing jewels and bonds were not recovered. Nothing left but to search the new tower. Please make my sister leave. Mr. Hardy commented briefly when the search was over and throughout the whole afternoon, the new tower was the scene of a search that was as thorough as it was fruitless. Oh, oh this, this chapter is getting to be boring again. I told her, folks, it's about to pick up. Walls and partitions were tapped. Floors were sounded. Furniture was minutely examined. Yeah, not an inch of space escaped the minute scrutiny of the detective and his helpers, who are incompetent, but he trusted them to come along again anyway, because free labor. But as the search wore on, and the loot still evaded discovery, the charging of Fenton Hardy deepened, and heard Applegate finally lost his temper. A hoax! He declared. A hoax! From start to finish! The man was in earnest, the detective insisted. Then... Where is the stuff? Someone may have found it. That's the only explanation I can think of. Not that he lied to me, or that I'm completely wrong in my assumptions, but and leaked it to the press and, th- and thus and thus destroyed my entire reputation overnight. No, someone else must have taken it. Clearly. Who else could have taken it but Robinson? To this, Mr. Hardy was silent. In spite of his knowledge of and liking for the man... He was beginning to suspect that the caretaker 
uh, may have had a hand in the affair after all. There's no other employees at this estate. My sister couldn't have taken it. The police, when they came here, couldn't have slipped it in a bag. No one else. Or I'm not collecting it for insurance and then double dipping. No one. That would be wrong of me. No. Either that. Either that or Jack Lee simply told that yawn to shield Robinson. Again, with the Robinson thing, uh, declared Applegate. I'm not going to give up on this search yet, said Mr. Hardy patiently. I'm going to live in your house, <laughs> rent-free, until I find the loot. Perhaps the loot was hidden somewhere about the grounds. It's so, been ten years, but I'm, 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 I'm the, about to turn the corner on this case. Now, bring so me my lunch. Of <laughs> so the grounds of Tower Mansion, per, per, uh, particularly the vicinity of the two towers, were thoroughly searched. The shrubbery was inspected, but to no avail. The search continued until sundown, and by the time Adelia Applegate was pale with wrath and having to become a missionary uh, <laughs> for the, the place, as she expressed it, had been turned upside down. Heard Applegate was outspoken in his rage and disappointment, while Fenton Hardy was deeply char charged, chagrined. chagrined. Chagrined? I think it's chagrined. Um... As for the boys, although they had expected that the additional search would be without success, they shared their father's bewilderment. <laughs> oh my God, I can't, but I can't believe it," uh, admitted the detective. "I could have sworn that Jackley was in earnest when he made the confession. He knew he was near death, and that he had nothing to gain." By concealment, I cut off his fingers too, and he still <laughs> gave me the, the false truth. How and he still managed to point bastard. where it was. <laughs> I can't understand it at all. And there, the mystery remained deeper than it had ever been. Whew! End chapter. Oh my god. Oh my god. That was a stupid chapter. What are you talking about? It was riveting. Up, down, sideways, repeating. You know, a sequel. A reboot. A reboot of the old chapter. You know, it just goes to show that this is just the stupider and stupider book. I mean, we're let's getting there. We're, we're getting close. We're closing in on the end. All right. In between the chapters, let's uh, pay for the show. So, Kent. I So, Nick. I hear that we have a Patreon and that we just did a vote. <laughs> We did. Uh, thank you to our patrons for voting for. It was a. Uh, what was the vote? It was Shakespeare versus. Uh, who's that? Who's that fairy tale writer? Hans Christian Andersen. Not. Yeah. Not well, a fuck composer, that guy. Because. But the man. Because he. Lo <laughs> Hans Zimmer lost, and so now <laughs> it's time for Shakespeare. Uh, yeah. So it basically Shakespeare won the vote, uh, but we mentioned that if, if Shakespeare did win, that we would have a, net, a second vote off and that's where we're at uh folks so head on over to patreon.com slash bad audiobooks if you want to vote on which shakespeare play uh, we're going to do next i think we're doing what was it the two gentlemen of verona versus the comedy of errors yeah i think those are uh, our two of that we're going to be doing because we wanted to do a lesser known shakespearean play and also one that isn't massive in in characters and in scope because we already have trouble keeping characters in line here um, those two plays don't exactly. have as many, as many characters as everything else. So, um, so yeah, I, so yeah uh, if you can go to patreon.com forward slash bad audiobooks, you too 
can vote by joining our Patreon and uh, cast your vote for which one we're going to do, which which Shakespearean play you would like to hear. Awesome, awesome. Yeah. Uh, so yep, uh, any uh, whatever tier you join, you will be able to vote on the on the book. So just head on over, find that post. It'll be one of the more recent ones. Uh, and voting closes on the 1st of April. And that's no joke. All right. Let's jump back in. All right. And we're back to the Tower Treasure. The mystery. Woo! The mystery. Chapter, chapter right, XX. That's chapter 20 to everyone else. You're just going to keep doing that, aren't you? You're just going to keep doing that. Um, <laughs> the last 19 didn't give you that indication yet? No, it did. Anyway, uh, uh, this one's titled The Flash in the Tower. Because the, oh my God, it's a crossover event of the century, Ken. I, I love it. I'm, re- I'm, I'm ready for Wally West or Barry Allen to, to show up. Let's, let's do this. <laughs> I would love... I would love it if we got a crossover event simply because there is one called The Flash in the Tower and it's in the Hardy Boys. If all of a sudden, in a Flash comic, he shows up for a panel or two in this scene. If that happened, I would be the happiest person on Earth just simply because we helped will that into being. Yeah. So. I'm, I'm, I'm into it. All right. Uh, all right. Are we back? Let's, let's do this shit. All right. For two days, because oh my God, two oh, days. No. For two days after... <laughs> I know, Christ. After the two day for two days after this after this unsuccessful search of the tower, there were no further developments in the affair. No of the robbery. shit. But on the but on the third day, Christ rose, and Chief Colleague <laughs> took a hand. <laughs> it's time to slip a little treasure to into the quarters here, so we can uh, tie this up. Oh, no, oh I'm in a Frenchman. In the first imitation, in the first imitation. In it, intimation, yeah, and the the first intimation of the Hardy Boys had of it was when the they met Charlie Callie Shaw and Iola Morton on their way to school. Iola, a plump. Uh oh. Mm. <laughs> well, like, I almost I almost jumped straight into that, and I was like, oh. So um, we were one. The whole reason we did this because. Uh, kind of we we wanted to see this if it was as bad as we thought it was going to be and i we're we're like on the it's pretty bad i feel like we're we can see the finish line and we're almost there and we were like wow we didn't really find anything maybe like some hints and then right when our fucking guard was down man there comes the cross they wore us down they they, they, we were we were a false sense of security well here's the thing I'm I'm just gonna read it as is. We're not gonna do any stupid accents or whatever. This is what H D- Franklin W. Fucking Dixon wrote. So this is what he wrote. What he wrote. Iola. Hmm? He what? as if is as if he's a person. It, the amalgamation that is Frank W. Dixon or what the fuck his name is. The point is, uh, the the many parts. I am Joe. I am Frank's racist asshole brain. Um. You know, like, uh, Iola, a plump dark girl, was a sister of Chet Morton and had a, the, achieved the honor of being about the only girl Joe Hardy had ever conceded to be anything but an unmitigated nuisance. So, wait. The only woman of color in this entire book is a complete dick, apparently. Wait, so Chet... Cool. Chet's black? I have no idea. That I Chet's like how non-racist they are with Chet, because they don't... 
and they're like, oh, we don't need to describe that because it's not important. He's a human being. But then I, his sister, ooh, dark girl. Yeah, actually, that's a good point. Like, yeah, that's actually a really good point. Unless they described it um, and we just bulldozed right the fuck over it. I think that would have been something we would have been picked up on because, to me, anything that's not a white person in this book would have shown up immediately because at the time this was written... They definitely made sure that you understood that the Italian guy is the Italian guy, and we got an in-depth backstory about all that. And then, and, and yet, the dark girls, uh, the, and the dark girl who's apparently black, and that's, you know, that's a piece of information that just wasn't communicated, I guess. And his sister is apparently just annoying as hell. Okay, but that's it, it. The fact that they linked dark girl again, say it like that, uh, with unmitigated nuisance is is you know bewildering as af so whatever. okay let's uh um, these these waters are choppy let's 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 go let's go all right let's get her get her sail up joe who was shy in the presence of girls professed a lofty scorn of all members of the other sex particularly those of high school age but had once grudgingly admitted that iola morton was all right for a girl this wait a minute so he's an unmitigated nuisance and at the same time she's all right for a girl this from he likes him her. was high I, I i think she's beautiful for a girl i'm i'm confused i'm just confused anyway um whatever How, uh do you you were cali i believe last time oh uh, really i don't fucking know i have you heard what's happened that's <laughs> <laughs> cali as they met the boys near the school entrance. School called off for two day. And it's a question. Oh, school called really off for two day. <laughs> asked Joe eagerly. No, no, nothing's like that. It's no. about the Robinsons. Well, <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> you had to dance this dance, and now it's my turn. Um, <laughs> I don't know how to. I've already lost Joe's voice now. <laughs> uh, what? What's happened now? <laughs> Mr. Robbins has been arrested again. The Hardy boys stared at each other as though thunderstruck. What for? Demanded Frank in astonishment. Frank, you're asking questions again. I love how Frank is so aggressive in his asking of questions. <laughs> Over that robbery at the Terror Mansion, he's been working in the city lately, and Chief Koleg sent Detective Smuff for him last night. Iola and I were over to see the Robinson girls last night, and they told us about it. Uh, we weren't actually there, apparently, even though we were there. Uh, Smuff should be back by now. Well, you can't beat that, examined Frank. I wonder what's the big idea of arresting him again and completely destroying his chances of ever finding employment. It seems that the chief has an idea that Mr. Robinson was in league with the man Jackley, the man from your father got the confession from. Uh, he was told Mr. Robinson, or Mrs. Robinson. Why are you talking night? so much? You're a girl. Don't be talking so much in this story. I, I'm sorry. This is the lies that they gave me. I talked to the producers and they said it was all <laughs> right. Um, so I'm going to keep going. <laughs> and Mr. Robinson had the stuff hidden somewhere and that he was going to find out. And he was perfectly mean and nasty about it. And Mrs. Robinson doesn't know what to do, but she's probably going to lawyer or something because uh, she does have rights. I mean, I guess poor people kind of have rights. It's just the idea of rights, but they don't really have them. <laughs> 
The Hardy Boys looked at one another. The affair had suddenly assumed more serious proportions. As if it wasn't before. Uh, um, you could do this one. <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> um, by the way, can we just talk about how we got this big introduction of Iola, and yet she has yet to say a single line until right now? Yeah. Um, Let's describe her. It's been too rare of describing Rob- her, and don't, don't let her say anything. Yeah. If Mr. Robinson is brought back, he'll lose his job, and he had a hard time getting it anyway. How is she annoying? She just literally just stated a normal thing, said Iola. She has a vagina, thus she's annoying, apparently, to the writer. I I guess. All right. Um, That's the worst of it. The worst of it is, said Frank slowly, the case looks pretty bad against Mr. Robinson. (laughs) This is bullshit. You don't think they'll send him to the penitentiary? It looks bad. The thief said he hid the stuff in the old tower. When he when we looked for it, the stuff was there. Thus, Robinson equals Robinson. Profit? (laughs) About the only person that could have found it and taken it away was Mr. Robinson himself. He wouldn't do that, declared Iola. Indignant, indignantly. Again, she's. I'm not. Okay. Um, no problem so far. Word. Yeah, I'm like I don't get what any of that information before was even necessary. It just wasn't. Where, we're sure he wouldn't. But a jury just mightn't. God, I'm sure we don't use mightn't. Mightn't be so necessary to convince. It was time to go into school at that moment. It was time to go into school in that moment, and they went in their classrooms, Frank and Joe, deeply worried about what they had just heard, by what they had just heard. At recess, <laughs> instead of lunch break, we call it recess because they're five. <laughs> um, Frank, can you go play recess, with me at recess? Morning. Let's solve this murder. <laughs> no, Joe, I'm going to play handball over here. You go play four square, Okay. <laughs> At recess that morning, they met Jerry, Phil, Tony, and Chet Morton and told them the news. All the boys were highly concerned over this sudden turn of events. Man, I'm so glad Iola was so annoying in her being annoying. And they spent more time talking about her race and how annoying she was and Joe's obsession with her than she had lines. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, she was the most level-headed person in the entire conversation. She's like, no, that'd be ridiculous. <laughs> Um. I, oh God, who was? Phil? I think it was Phil. This will be, this will be tough on Perry," said Phil. "Oh, it'll be tough on the whole family." Chet declared. "We have had enough trouble over this dirty affair as it is." <laughs> the boys discussed the situation from all angles and racked their brains for some way whereby they could help the Robinsons, but they were reluctantly forced to admit the only. Uh, actual uh, that only by actual discovery of the hidden loot could Mr. Robinson be cleared of suspicion in connection to the robbery. Even if he, even if he were tried and acquitted, it would be a stain on his reputation for the rest Jesus. of his life. As long, <laughs> there's some grim circumstances in this fucking. Do you party. remember the as time, Robinson? The treasure- you were accused of thievery and were found not guilty thirty years ago. Fuck you. As long as the treasure isn't recovered, Frank summed up. 
Well, we, uh, Frank, we, we've just got to wait and see what happens. Joe we've said. done all we could, and it hasn't been enough. We're failures. Our dad doesn't love us. Well, dad doesn't love you, but we're still failures. <laughs> well, you mean dad doesn't love you. It's a, he loves me. He loves me twice as much as he loves you. <laughs> He's just, he's just in such he just doesn't denial. say it. He just doesn't <laughs> no. express it. And Dad has done the same. I'm sorry on his account. He was so sure he had cleared the whole thing up and when he got the confession from Jack Lee. But there was something lacking. It's as if he not... It's as if the police should have taken that interview. Maybe <laughs> they would have done a better job. It's almost like he was interfering with the business of someone. I don't know. <laughs> Um, so, I'll be Jerry. Well, uh, we all helped, too, Mark Jerry. We kept Colleg and Smuff from catching that train. It's almost like we're Jack responsible Lee. for this whole thing. And yeah, I mean, uh, Jack Lee wouldn't have talked at all if they had seen him. Yeah, bomb threats so are very effective to terrorize people. I'm so glad we we preyed upon his country's uh you know crime to make him feel really sad that that Italian man at the fruit cart <laughs> who doesn't have a name anymore in my memory. <laughs> um, so reluctantly enough, the boys were forced to admit that they were facing a stone wall. This is also a stone wall that we're going to be executed in front of. <laughs> All right. This is also the conclusion of Fenton Hardy when they talked to him at lunch that day. There's nothing to be done, said the detective. Robinson has been arrested, and while he might be cleared by his by skillful lawyer, with what else? He Skillf- hasn't sk- any money. Skillful. <laughs> he hasn't any money to spend on his defense, whether he is cleared or not. His reputation, man, society ruined. fucking <laughs> rocks. It's the best. God, Western civilization's the best. We nailed it. Nailed it. <laughs> Got it in one. Right. You might have did it. You're done. What? You're done. Hmm? Unless the loot well, is found. I'm just a... <laughs> Put in, Joe. Yes. Unless, unless the loot is found. That is his... As I turn the page. Only hope. But I don't think there's much chance of that. Because, you know, I tried, I and, the mis- and once I did it, it can't be done. I'm the best in the world. Period. And there, the mystery of Tower Mansion rested for a time being. The arrest of Mr. Robinson furnished a sensation for a day or so, and then the case receded into the background, the newspapers finding other things to become excited. And the about. end. But, yeah, right? <laughs> Uh, that's how this should end if this is re- if this is reality um, but for the Robinsons it was naturally enough uh, a matter of supreme mo- uh, a matter of supreme moment what is this writing um, Perry Robinson paid a call at the Hardy home after his day in the coal mine <laughs> uh, pleading that the great detective continue uh, to continue his efforts to clear the accused man Fenton Hardy was sympathetic, but this being a capitalist society, <laughs> as he said, he was facing a stone wall. I can't do it. I don't have any money. Pay me. Fuck you, pay me. <laughs> uh, I've done all I can, my boy. He, ex- he explained. He explained condescendingly, using the term boy. 
Yeah, right. You're lesser than me, just so you know. If there was anything more I could do, I would do it. But there were no more clues. None. Completely none. It's easy not to find clues when you're not looking. Yeah. (laughs) I'm used to them just falling in my lap as I solved all my cases, blaming the nearest drifter. Um, If Red Jackley's confession couldn't clear up the affair, then nothing else could. I'm afraid. afraid. Uh, He left the sentence. I'm afraid. I'm afraid. Yeah. He left the sentence unfinished because the batteries inside of his robotic <laughs> brain had run out. Dad, uh, Frank, we got to wind up Dad again. Get the batteries. Charge them. God, I got to go to the store route of quadruple A. He, he doesn't have a heart and he doesn't run on human emotions or feelings. He's inside a robotic. And that's why he doesn't love us. Let's get him charged up again. Joe, Joe, shut up. If we don't get this done, the state will come and take us away. We need Dad to pretend to be Dad. Do you mean my Uh, father will go to jail? I wouldn't say that, but you must be prepared to face the Oh, my God. It is ironic that we've been making these robot jokes about you, but in fact, my voice was a robot before, I think. Yes, it was. (laughs) Um... He didn't do it, said Perry doggedly. I know you have confidence in him. I love but him. the law... L- I mm-hmm. love my father. Mm-hmm. That's confidence, I mean, you know. Not love, confidence. <laughs> but the law looks only at the facts. Many an innocent man has been convicted on less evidence. He will kill... <laughs> my, it will kill my mother. <clears throat> Mr. Hardy was silent because he had murdered his wife. <laughs> And never could understand why his children will never be able to say those words. <laughs> I don't know what to do. <laughs> Said Perry. I'll do anything to save him. I will become, feel emotions, but there's nothing. There is nothing any of us can do now unless some lucky chance of a plot development <laughs> comes through will the mcguffin appear the soon of, yeah the lucky chance of loot is uh, is recovered that would clear everything up of course but in the meantime we just have to wait and hope and you can't do anything more that is my line shut the uh, fuck out <laughs> you can't do anything more mr hardy a detective is not a miracle man my boy said Fenton hardy kindly he is the only man who is trained in tracing Not criminals. Not police officers? No, only me, detectives. Detectives who have no police training at all. He has to go by the facts at his disposal. Or the ones that he I makes up exo- or pushes on his by from his own agenda? Well, uh, you know, I, I, I have exhausted every line of action in this case. Everything this could, Everything that could be done has been done. Perry Robinson got up, twisting his cap nervously. We all thank you very much, too, Mr. Hardy, even though we didn't hire you and your interests aren't aligned at all with ours. He said huskily. (laughs) (laughs) Don't you think we are more bitter grateful by coming here and asking you to do more? I guess I didn't realize just how hopeless it all was. 
life is meaningless and a void of darkness that is uh, following us around the planet is uh, cold and uncaring and will consume us all in the heat death of the universe. It isn't hopeless exactly, <laughs> but <laughs> but don't think that. There's always hope, you know, but be prepared for Because the- you're going to die, <laughs> uh, homeless, and uh, yeah, so be prepared. I'll have to be. With that, the boy left. Frank and Joe met him in the hallway, awkwardly tried uh, awkwardly tried to express their sympathy. Perry I am grateful. I know both of you have done a lot for us in this mess. He said, if it hadn't been for you, I, we wouldn't have Jack Lee's story to go on. <clears throat> We're only sorry it didn't work out as we had hoped, Barry. That thousand dollars is gone, <laughs> said Frank. We spent it on on sugar and, and lunch money and, and, and grain. <laughs> we thought, we thought that we would... Clear the whole thing up. Instead, it seems to have involved your father deeper than ever. It wasn't your fault. You loved him like a father. Perhaps something will turn up yet. Joe and I aren't going to lie down on the job now. We're child workers. We have to get paid. <laughs> I gotta make that money. There isn't much we can do. <laughs> there isn't much we can do. But... We'll have our eyes open for more clues, if there are any. Yeah, we're not going to lie down on the job, but there's nothing for us to do, so we're going to stand on the job. <laughs> Barry Robinson shrugged his shoulders and just... I guess there isn't much use now, but I appreciate you. I love you. <laughs> good job. That's actually sounding pretty Thank good. Thank you. Um, When he... When he went away, the boy, the Hardy Boys watched him going down the front walk. His carefree stride was gone, and instead he walked. Yes, yes. Though, in a daze, <laughs> I feel nothing anymore. <laughs> what a fine pair of detectives we are! <laughs> examined, exclaimed Frank in a sudden di- uh, disgust, and threw the bottle against the wall good. and shattered with glass. <laughs> I know, right? Put the cigarette out in Joe's eye again. Ah! Um, if, <laughs> if we had been any good at all, we could have got those clues soon enough for Dad to have caught Jack Lee. In okay, time. so how this is? I, I'm gonna stop here. So how we need to adapt this fucking story as if they are PIs and their kids like dressed up. It, like in with adult clothes or whatever, and they've got like an office, like maybe in a treehouse or whatever, and they've got like a secretary, and they're like burnt out detectives that you, they they basically <laughs> act and dress and talk like they're in their fucking like fifties, and they like oh, this is a big mess that we got here. They're smoking cigarettes or whatever, it, but having it be like twelve year olds would be fucking hilarious. I just I love the idea of, of Frank looking up from. A pile of evidence and going, Malumbango is acting up terribly today. <laughs> well, we got us a real mess this time. Uh, so let us continue forward on the actual. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm making up my own story because it's fucking boring. Your fantasy. your fantasy is great. 
Hmm? Wait, is, wh- Go ahead. This oh, is you. sorry. Is it no use? Yeah, no use. It's no use worrying about that now, replied his brother. It, it was just the way things happened. <laughs> cue, <laughs> cue the uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm music. <laughs> Um, well, there's one thing left. We must find that loot. We haven't tried? It's <laughs> <laughs> the first legit thing Joe has said that I go, wow, I totally on par with this. Uh, yes, we have to try harder. Look at every blade of glass. We need to cut down the trees, fill the forest. We will find the loot. Uh, yes, but we could try some more. We've just got to clear Mr. Robinson. And there's only one way. We must find the loot. Again, I'm just saying the same thing again. <laughs> it was a <coughs> it was a dull, gloomy day, indicative, indicative of rain, and this did not add to the boys' spirits. To ease their feelings, the brothers took a walk. In the rain. Quite unconscious. In the rain that we just mentioned. Yeah. Although it's indicative. Yes. And it's quite indic- unconsciously, t- their steps took them to the vicinity of Tower Mansion. That's convenient. Thank you, plot. Let's have a squint at the old place from the outside. You know, where Suggested we were standing Joe. before. Don't don't let Adelia see you. She'll come after you with a broomstick, chuckled Frank. Gee, she, gee, but she's a tartar. A, cool. She, okay, cool. <laughs> I like Joe's like, it's... It, Good, good joke, Frank. Yeah, good joke. Yeah, Frank. Yeah, whatever. They walked into the. They walked into the grounds. It was growing darker now, and they easily made their way among the trees and bushes in the vicinity of the rambling mansion. It was then they thought of the plan. They need to break into the tower and murder both the elderly people inside to clear Mister. And Robinson. get the treasure. Because how could a man in jail murder someone inside their own home and steal their things? How clearly c- he was inside of a done. locked room and he murdered himself. How could he have done it? <laughs> they gazed up at the old tower, questioningly, questioningly question in ling do you, do you having a stroke what's going on for it i can't is it an adverb when they put that lee at the end like question oh i don't know the terms whatever? for any of that shit i probably would have flunked third okay. grade now <laughs> uh some puzzle was frank's comment will the case of the tower treasure ever be solved <laughs> 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 what the fuck? This is a writer going like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> Search me. Was his brother's slangly answer? As if. Don't have a cow, man. Perhaps. Oh, Frank, look, the treasure right there at our feet. I know. It's about to say. He added suddenly. Suddenly. He was gazing at the upper windows of the old stone tower. He had seen a strange flash of light. Now this flash was followed by another. That's that's queer. That's a uh, please. That's Frank. a sensitive Frank. <laughs> <laughs> what can it mean? The light disappeared. Then a sudden. Then of a. Then of a sudden. Of a sudden. All of a sudden. If you use a terrible phrase, then use use it correctly. It's then all of a sudden it flashed out 
downward. In There's the only so many words that we could fit inside this book, so we gotta start cutting some. There's no fat in this book whatsoever. Even though we added a fuck ton for no reason. Must be looking for us. It's on. Gasped Joe and started to get behind a bush. It's Adelia, and she's she has a big flashlight. A big old flashlight. Is this break. nighttime? I guess so. Or it was going into night. What do you know about that? Uh, it's a battery, and it's a it's an optical thing. It's a gas. No, chamber. I mean what she's doing, you moron. She's looking for the treasure herself. Cried Joe. Wait, I'm the narrator, not Frank. <laughs> Cried Joe. You're becoming an omni- omniscient being. You're ascending, Frank. All my prayers and sacrifices are coming to fruition. All the animals you killed have finally paid off. Yes, I feel the power. I see everything. Joe, stop thinking that thought. It is going to help you win over Adelia. Adelia is a is a woman made for a mission, a mission far away from you. But I, but I like the other girl, the 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 one with that's actually intelligent that I, I have a crush on. You know the one that we described earlier. She's Chet's sister. I don't remember her name, but I love her. Um, huh? After all of this, she said about looking for nothing but but foolishness. Have we actually ID'd her, or are we just blaming her? <laughs> I feel like you're just blaming okay, her. Okay, they're just, yeah, just making sure. They saw the woman gaze out. Never of mind. Okay, that I'll shut the fuck up. <laughs> In one hand, she held a flashlight. For a moment, she turned the flight into her own face, as if to dispel all doubt that it was anyone She's but She's doing her. that creepy horror and thing voice... where she lights herself from b- below and tells creepy stories. And the light, and the boys saw there was a look of utter disgust. Didn't find it. I'll bet a cookie. You know, Chuckle mom's Joe. ghost cookies. I'll bet one. Come on, let's get away from... Get away before she spots us, returned his brother, and they were soon on their way. As they walked home, Joe and Frank talked the matter Do you remember that thing that we just saw? We we should talk about it. Again, we should repeat ourselves and fill up a whole chapter about the thing we just saw. And we should be riding our motorcycles whilst doing it. (laughs) What? Uh, (laughs) They smiled when they thought of the eccentric woman up in that dusty old tower, but their minds soon went back to Slim and the troubles with the Robinson family. We've got to find that loot, declared Frank empathetically. No matter where that treasure, tower treasure is, we've got to find it. I would assume that it's in the tower, because you just said tower treasure. Got to, but but can we? We simply have to, I tell you. This is the dumbest ending to this chapter. And see. The end. That's the that's literally a writer running out of fucking time and they're like, I need to I need to put an out somewhere. Somewhere there needs we need an out. <laughs> wow, okay, well, um uh, we did it. We got through another uh, couple chapters. Um I don't know, I got nothing. <laughs> I got nothing too. I'm dumbfounded at how stupid this book is getting at this point. It was stupid before, but it was like fun stupid. Now it's just getting stupid stupid. Like we got a random really kind of almost I'd say, yeah, racist line in yeah. there about Chet's sister. And it didn't mean anything because she wasn't saying anything stupid or nor was she also. And none of it played into the fact that she, what she's, there was just nothing there backing up what, what it was saying. 
And not only that, it was just terribly written anyway. So I'm, it was, it was a fucking couple pair of chapters. I'm sorry, dear listeners. This book is hopefully going to end in a very funny way for us all to laugh <laughs> at. But my God, is it fucking horrible? Uh, yeah. Let's. let's let, I. I gotta go. This is. I'm done here. <laughs> yeah. All right. Remember, we have a. We're on Instagram at at uh, at, at Bad Audiobooks, and then uh, both Kent and I have Instagram. Uh, Kent's handle is at Kent Heidelman, and I am at Real Human. If Nats. you uh, be sure to check out our our accounts for any updates for the show and our daily lives. <laughs> Thank you so much. Uh, we, we've got some new ideas that we're we've got in the uh, the pipe for the Instagram. So we'll talk more about that in the future. Uh, if you want to support the show. Um, Head on over to our Patreon at patreon.com slash badaudiobooks. Uh, another great way to support is to write a review on Apple Podcasts. So find our show on there. Uh, if you write a review or rate us, uh, if you write something, we will read it on air here unless it's a hate speech. And then uh, that's pretty much it, right? Mm. Yep, well, that's pretty much it. All right. All right. Yeah, thanks so much for listening. All right. <laughs> Thank you so much, everyone, for listening. I'll talk to you soon. Uh, bye. Remember to listen. Sorry, I don't have an end quote. Just got to go. Bye.